Welcome, welcome to the ASMR Garden. My name is Melly, and tonight we are going to be doing some soft spoken ASMR. This was requested along with doing some story times and also uh, reading some poetry. So at the end of this, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read some poetry. I'm not gonna add any commentary. We're just gonna have a nice good time. It's been I don't know about a week or so since I recorded the episode that went up last Sunday, and uh, since Sunday I've gotten so many um, wonderful uh, comments about it, and some of you really, really enjoyed it, so thank you so much. It means so much when uh, I put something out that I really, really had fun with, and and you all felt that, and um, or that some of you felt, and resonated with and could relax too. That's the best thing that I can do. Uh, and it's, it's, it's such an honor that I can do that. I've had a few sunny days here and there. Uh, nice, warm, abnormally warm spring days. So that's been really nice too. Now that I have some time where I'm not working, I am personally trying to fit in a little less sitting on the couch. It's uh, It's been difficult to not want to do that because I, I definitely, I don't know if anybody else is like me, I don't want to be sitting on the couch, but it's an option. And so I'll be sitting on the couch thinking about what I want to do and then so much time will pass to where now I just, I guess I'm going to sit on the couch. (laughs) But anyway, that's kind of all for my intro rambles. Sometimes I just kind of go off. And I think some of you like when I ramble. Um, I try and cut out as much of that as I can. Just because sometimes I just like to get right straight into stuff. I think that's the fun of making a podcast episode for a bunch of different people. You're all so different. You've got different interests. You've got different suggestions. You've you've got different ways of... Of course, everybody's different. But I think it's cool for me to see at least all of you listening to this and... And even though you are so different, you have, like, we all have this one thing in common that we really, we really like ASMR. You know, when you're in a movie theater, I guess. And you know how many people have gone to see this movie, and and you just feel like when you're in the movie theater, you know, sometimes you cheer. I don't know people who cheer in the movie theater, but sometimes, sometimes it happens. Or you all laugh at the same spot, or... You can feel the tension in the room when something is going on that's like scary or like 
ominous or something and you just kind of get to feel that with a group of people and I think obviously right now being in a movie theater is like the furthest thing from our minds but if you can imagine this not that this is a movie or anything spectacular like that box office movie but we're kind of all in our in this sort of thing together experiencing it together even though we all have different uh, interests and unique outlooks we can sometimes see something in the same way but also in our own way so i don't know if that made sense i said i would quit rambling and then i just kept going for three minutes but anyway if that made sense to anybody i'm just trying to say that it's really cool that we can all to all come together and i don't get to talk to all of you i don't get to you know i don't get to get to know who every single person is listening to this right now but i just want you to know that you know when i see the numbers i know that behind that number is a person and i'm grateful so grateful more for the person behind it than than for any kind of number so i'm just really really grateful and and i'm really excited for this this episode i actually had to record it twice so this is a whole new ramble because i was about 11 or 15 minutes into the podcast and i was really sure that I was going to be safe, there wasn't going to be any other sounds, and then both of my neighbors started mowing the yard. And that's fine, they don't know I'm doing a podcast (laughs) that requires complete silence, but I decided to not tough it through and try and edit out things, so this is a whole new episode, I've already... (sighs) I've already been 11 minutes into some kind of ram, random ramble, so you can only imagine what that all was about. So this is, I've been really looking forward to it because I, I'm recording this late at night so that nobody can interrupt me. <laughs> How dare they <laughs> live their lives. But anyway, final um, thank you to Uh, the person who suggested soft-spoken they compared it to the reminiscing or one of the autumn uh, episodes that I did and they left me like a really awesome message and uh, so yeah this is for you and anybody else who likes soft-spoken and wanted to request it but didn't uh, this is also for you even though you didn't so um yeah so what are we doing tonight what are we what story time am i going to be talking about well it's it's more of just a nostalgic moment when i was young of course nothing too groundbreaking or anything but sometimes when i'm doing a season themed episode I like to do research on 
like a particular, you know, holiday within that. I think for October I did like Halloween and and I suppose I could have done something similar, but with spring it's it's such a a feeling. It's uh of course there are big holidays within it, but I think with spring it's like you finally you finally get to see the end of winter and you're like, okay, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know if any of you struggle with um you know, just the winter really just getting you down. You know, every single day is snowy or it's rainy and cold and you just want to sit outside in the sun for even five minutes and you think maybe, maybe I would have enough energy to get through the rest of this day, but instead you're kind of stuck, stuck with the snow or the cold. And I think when spring comes around, you just feel this like new burst of energy and I don't know what you would call it. I'm sure there's something that, um, that spring gives off. There's got to be something in the flowers. Now I know for some of you who have allergies, it may be like, oh great, another, another thing against me, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I'm lucky I don't have allergies for that, so I should knock on wood that I don't develop allergies to, to pollen or something. But. So, when spring comes around, finally, um, I think as a child, it was when I was like, okay, I can finally, finally go outside. Now I'm 24. <clears throat> and I spent almost 18 years of my life living in the country. And um, it's a really, really really small town and of course I'm a little bit of a city girl I really do I do love the city I love you know the diversity all the cultures I love all the restaurants that aren't just your basic chain you know some are family owned some are you know just you know your everyday you know whatever restaurants where they're not necessarily chain, but they serve, like, a pretty big audience. And, um, I just really, really love that you can go and, uh, get things past, like, 8.30. <laughs> like, you can wake up at 2 a.m. and be like, I think I want to go for a drive, or I think I'm hungry. And you can... You can find something that's open. So right now, I live in a really small town. Actually, the same town that I grew up in somehow ended right back up here again. And with everything going on, it has, it has so, somehow is ironic and it, I don't know how, but has kept me here. <laughs> so... We're sort of waiting out the storm, but it's fine. And I'm at least lucky to 
to be out of an apartment for my own sanity. My own sanity, for sure. But the point there is that even though I grew up in a time where we definitely had computer games and, you know, we could, of course it was like dial-up, but, (laughs) you know, there was, um, you know, there was stuff for me to do inside. It wasn't like, I'm trying to give the spiel of like, oh, I, I, um, back in my day, we only went outside. No, (laughs) I definitely played Sims all the time. (laughs) But yeah, when I, when I could go outside, it would be, you know, riding my bike. It would be playing with rocks, funny enough. Um, be making up, you know, make-believe stories about, you know, anything and everything. I have one younger brother. He's not too young anymore, but, um, at the time, he was pretty young, and he didn't really want to play with me, of course. He wanted to play with his trucks and his trains and, of course, probably video games, if we're being honest, but... I just, I wanted to be outside and near trees. I know that's a little weird, but this is where the story comes in. I had a very wild imagination. I think I still have some of it left. (laughs) But when I was younger, there was this favorite thing of mine. And I wouldn't do it all the time, but when I would remember that I liked to do it, I would spend the whole afternoon doing it. It would usually be in, you know, the spring to summer. And if it was in the spring, it would be on like a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon when I wasn't in school. Or it would be, you know, in the summer, it would be kind of any time. After lunch, I would go outside, and I had a favorite tree in our front yard, and it had, you know, moss on it, and uh, lots of different little pebbles, had twigs all around, of course, that had blown off from the tree, or had been left there since the winter, however it was, and... I would gather all these different materials that I felt that I needed, just looking. Um, At first, it would just be, you know, a random twig, whatever. It's small enough for what I'm doing, so I'm going to grab it. And once I had everything in front of me, I would also usually bring a fork from inside or a spoon so I could dig and, and, um, stuff like that more properly and and I'm sure this is not something new but it's nostalgic for me and maybe some of you also did this so I would make little tiny fairy campgrounds and I would use you know twigs like I would go so far as to get two twigs that branched out at a Y, and I would cut them down, like break them down, and I would stick 
you know, one in the, in the tree, base of the tree, like in the, the dirt that was there surrounding the roots, and I would use a similarly equal branch that had a Y, <clears throat> and then put a straight twig in between them and make like a little tiny place where I felt like fairies could cook their dinner. <laughs> and I would put, you know, a ring of rocks, little pebbles around the, the bottom underneath that and, you know, put little twigs up as if, you know, they're ready to be burned. So, yeah, it was, it was just a fun little thing. I would make tents for the imaginary fairies and uh, just all sorts of things that I could think of to make and it would just, you know, be a little tiny village, town, whatever at the base of this tree and, you know, I would do it without any sort of other distractions I think now when I do something, you know, if I'm even if I'm writing, or if I'm doodling, or even just looking on Pinterest, like, I want to be listening to something, I want to be listening to a podcast, I want to be maybe watching TV, or listening to ASMR on YouTube. But, like, back then, I just, whatever was in my head was good enough, and whatever I was doing was good enough. And I think sometimes when I think back to that, I'm like, that's only something I think children can do when they only have so much to worry about. So they don't need as many distractions as <laughs> the common adults. So, so that was one. <clears throat> that was one little story time. It's you know maybe silly, but it. It just inspired me to, you know, try and do a few things outside when I can, safely in my backyard, of course, that I'm just really connecting with, with nature. I know some of us really do not like being outdoors, love to be inside, that's okay. But for some of us um, nature fanatics, it's, it is really something to be in the grass again, the green grass, and just, uh, really enjoy the sun. It's, so it's been something lately that has been helping me more than anything that I've been doing lately, so that is, that is my story time. That is my rambling for today. Um, like I said, I am gonna read some poetry, but I'm not going to comment on it too much or anything like that, or at all. These poems I have picked out on Pinterest, of course. I think that's where I find the widest variety of poetry without having to buy a million books, because I definitely would if I could and if I felt like it was ethical to have them delivered to me. So, just sit back, relax, I'm just gonna read some poetry. Uh, 
nothing serious. It's related to spring that I felt was relevant. Some of it isn't. Some of it just has a pleasant tone. And uh, then I think we're just gonna call it a night. And I hope you've, I hope you've enjoyed it so far. Alright, this is the first poem. Nature's Changes. The springtime's pallid landscape will glow like bright bouquet, though drifted deep in Parian, the village lies today. The lilacs bending many a year with purple load will hang. The bees will not forget the tune their old forefathers sang. The rose will redden in the bog, an aster on the hill. Her everlasting fashion set and covenant gentians frill till summer folds her miracle as women do their gown or priests adjust the symbols when sacrament is done. If I'm correct, that is by Emily Dickinson. But do not uh, quote me on that. The next one is called Blossom. In April, the ponds open like black blossoms. The moon swims in everyone. There's fire everywhere. Frogs shouting their desire, their satisfaction. What we know. The time chops at all of us like an iron hoe. That death is a state of paralysis. What we long for. Joy before death. Nights in the swale. Everything else can wait, but not this thrust from the root of the body. What we know. We are more than blood. We are more than our hunger, and yet we belong to the moon. And when the ponds open, when the burning begins, the most thoughtful among us dreams of hurrying down into the black petal, into the fire, into the night, where time lies shattered into the body of another. It's by Mary Oliver. In time of silver rain, the earth puts forth new life again. Green grasses grow, and flowers lift their heads. And over all the plain, the wonder spreads of life, of life, of life. In time of silver rain, the butterflies lift silken wings to catch a rainbow cry. And trees put forth new leaves to sing in joy beneath the sky. As down the roadways passing, boys and girls go singing too. In time of silver rain, when spring and life are new. By Langston Hughes. April. The roofs are shining from the rain. The sparrows twitter as they fly. And with a windy April grace, the little clouds go by. Yet the backyards are bare and brown, with only one unchanging tree. I could not be so sure of spring save that it sings in me. Another one by Langston Hughes. Bring me all of your dreams, you dreamer. 
bring me all of your heart melodies that I may wrap them in a blue cloud cloth away from the two rough fingers of the world. When all thoughts are exhausted, I slip into the woods and gather a pile of shepherd's purse, like the little stream making its way through the mossy crevices, I, too, quietly turn clear and transparent. These are Zen poems of Ryokan. Eyes closing, rain falling, days slip and slide, hours fall apart, time cascades and crumbles into another tomorrow. I would cling to the debris of yesterday, but it is already in the wind. This one is by Shel Silverstone. Needles and Pins Needles and pins, needles and pins, sew me a sail to catch the wind. Sew me a sail Strong as the gale, carpenter, bring out your hammers and nails. Hammers and nails. Hammers and nails. Build me a boat to go chasing the whales. Chasing the whales, sailing the blue. Find me a captain and sign me a crew. Captain and crew, captain and crew. Take me, oh take me, to anywhere new. This one is called From Blossoms. From Blossoms come this brown paper bag of peaches we bought from the joy at the bend in the road where we turn towards signs painted peaches. From laden boughs, from hands, from sweet fellowship in the bends comes nectar at the roadside. Succulent peaches we devour, dusty skin and all. Comes the familiar dust of summer, dust we eat. Oh, to take what we love inside, to carry within us an orchard to eat. Not only the skin, but the shade. Not only the sugar, but the days. To hold the fruit in our hands, adore it, then bite into it. The round jubilance of a peach. There are days we live as if death were nowhere, in the background. From joy to joy to joy, from wing to wing, from blossom to blossom, to impossible blossom, to sweet, impossible blossom. This one is called Your Soft Heart. You are still the child who gently places fallen baby birds back into their nests. You are still the soft soul that gets your heart broken over cruel words and awful acts when you watch the news. You are still the gentle heart who once tried to heal a flower by trying to stick its petals back when ignorant feet trampled it. This is why you are important. This is why you will always be needed. Kindness is the greatest endangered thing. And here you are, existing with your heart full of it. Nikita Gill. Now there is this last thing that I wanted to read to all of you. 
a little signal of hope. And you may have seen it somewhere. Who knows? But I thought for those of you who haven't heard it, and for even those of you who have heard this, uh, just to um, use this as some encouragement for the rest of the week. And people stayed at home and read books and listened. And they rested and did exercises and made art and played and learned new ways of being and stopped and listened more deeply. Someone meditated, someone prayed, someone met their shadow, and people began to think differently, and people healed. And in the absence of people who lived in ignorant ways, dangerous, meaningless, and heartless, the earth also began to heal. And when the danger ended and people found themselves, they grieved for the dead and made new choices and dreamed of new visions and created new ways of living and completely healed the earth just as they were healed. Written in 1869 by Kathleen O'Meara, reprinted during the Spanish flu pandemic in 1990. I hope all of you are well, continue to stay well, mentally, physically, and I wish you the best. Sleep well. Good night.